Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. All right, everyone, and we're going to talk tonight about something else that makes you sexy, and it's not going to be anything that might come to mind immediately, but one of the things that is so beneficial to our health, our well-being, and yes, our sex lives and our love lives, is to go zen, and tonight we're going to talk about zen in 60 seconds. Hmm, think about that. Our guest tonight says it's truly possible to achieve Zen in 60 seconds. She's Farzana Jafar Ferra, and I'm going to check the pronunciation of her name, make sure I got it right when we bring her on. She's a coach to A-list actors, professional athletes, executives, and leaders around the world. She has a book coming out called Cheat at Meditation, and she promises to break myths about meditation, and she's going to help all of us to access this truly invaluable tool for success and happiness. Welcome to the show. How are you, Farzana? I'm wonderful. How are you? Doing great. So glad to have you. And I want to make sure I pronounce your name just right. Will you say it for me again? It's Farzana Jaffer Jaraj. There we go. All right, everybody, you got that. Farzana Jaffer Jaraj. And you started your career with coaching and speaking with Anthony Robbins. You've done workshops and worked with youth on body image. Now, how did you hit on this idea of meditation? And what was it in your own life that made you turn to meditation? So I actually started when I was three years old. I come from a branch of Islam that has the option of 4 a.m. meditation. And so when I was, my mom swears I was three years old. We don't really know exactly for sure how old I was because memory is not always there. But when I was around that age, she took me for one week every morning. And the very first time I went, I remember everything. I remember the feeling of what it was like to wake up in the morning and to have just almost goosebumps on the back of my neck, to feel like everyone was sleeping, so many so many different things. But I remember the experience that I had when I sat in that meditation was so beautiful and so profound, and this is without any instruction at all, so just child's mind open. It was so beautiful and so profound that... Every single day since then, I have woken up in the morning and meditated for at least 15 minutes, if not more. And I believe 
that, I mean, since then I've done months at a time in silence, sitting on the floor for 11 hours a day, you know, eating very little because you don't need much. I've studied with monks. I've done all kinds of meditation. And what I realized is that with studies of the mind and psychology and NLP and yoga and all these different kinds of meditation and hypnosis is that after 30 years of meditating, it doesn't have to take 30 years to get the benefits of it. And the first moment now, that you begin to meditate. Now, oh, what are the benefits what did that I you feel? felt when you were meditating? Mm. Even as a child, can you remember any benefits that, that yeah. really were apparent to you? I felt extremely calm. I felt a sense of being very much aware of who I was and also a sense of being a part of this world that we're in, a sense of being able to clear away my thoughts, of being able to find peace and clarity no matter what happened. And I was very bullied growing up. And so I would say meditation was one of the big things that helped me get through that. Now, how did it help you? You're being bullied at school by other kids. What was mm-hmm. it about the meditation that helped you get through it? It it was this ability to remember who I am and that the things that happened in my life, the way people treated me, everything that was going on didn't actually make me who I am. But the fact that the fact that who I am is there irrelevant from everything else. And so I always say I meditate to remember who I am, not just the calmness is kind of the side effect of it. The calmness, the clarity, the focus, the energy, well, that's the, calmness the bonus. Alone, the calmness alone would be worth so much to mm-hmm. most of us who are stressed out leading these modern, fast-paced, global, mobile lifestyles that we all lead. And, of course, exactly. I'm a huge proponent of meditation because as the love doctor and the modern love doctor, I know that when you're calm, hey, it makes you a better partner. People who meditate have better sex lives too, everybody, mm-hmm. because you're not stressed out. You can relax and go with the flow. So I have a question for Zana about why you are encouraging people to meditate. You've mentioned focus. You've mentioned calm. What's most important to you? Well, to me, it's this idea that we don't have a lot of time. Our world is getting busier and busier. And the more driven you are, the higher of an achiever you are, the more likely it is that you need an opportunity to rest your mind so that it can... It can just do what it needs to do naturally. Like we sleep, and but most of us, I think, don't sleep enough or sleep well enough. Meditation improves sleep. And when we meditate, like one hour of really good meditation, if you get into deep theta brainwave levels, is actually the equivalent of three hours of really good sleep. Like so really, there's really a lot sleep. of research on meditation. Mm-hmm. One of the findings, Absolutely. as you said, a good hour of meditation is as good as three hours of sleep. What are the other benefits? We have all kinds of research here. Let's let's give people just a little tiny taste of the really juicy benefits of meditation. Yeah. 
Well, the calmness for one, clarity, the ability, you know, how we, we age and we think that we can't remember things anymore, our memory's not as good. We have this ability to remember better and have better memory because we're focused. We're able to be more in the present moment. They say that Milton Erickson never took a single note when he would work with clients, and it's because he was so present. And meditation allows us the ability to release the thoughts, to release kind of the clutter that we have in our mind in such a way that we can be so present with where we are. I kind of yeah, think but the about other it. benefits of research, let me just go back to the research for a minute. Yeah, I absolutely. want people to really know enhanced mm-hmm. memory, better sleep, a deeper calm, and of course there those things spill over into our personalities. So you feel more absolutely. Confident. And there's research that shows that people who meditate smile more, they laugh Uh more, they're more positive, and it's also implicated in healing because there are many, many, many hospitals now that include what we call integrative medicine and meditation is part of that. Completely release of pain, the ability to, for the body to regenerate in the meditative state is obviously enhanced. I mean, I've worked with athletes who've had significant injuries, who healed in half the time, who recovered from their surgeries much more rapidly because of the use of meditation. And when they went back into playing in the sport, they were playing with better accuracy and precision than mm-hmm. before. Wow. So we have... We have the ability to take your questions. Questions are already coming in. Those okay. who want to join the conversation and talk with our guest, Barzana Jafar Jiraj, I want you to call us 347 989 or hit me back, Dr. Brenda Wade, or tweet me, Dr. Brenda Wade. So let me take the first two questions that have come in. Arzana, hang on. I'm going to pull them up. Came in here through Facebook. The first question is, what is the average length of your meditation? So I used to make myself meditate for an hour for a very long time. And these days, I have become much gentler with my practice. My meditations vary from 15 minutes to an hour. And sometimes I'll take a second meditation in the afternoon. But my preference is to have a morning meditation. And I actually practice my Aichidit meditation technique throughout my day. So I'll take a few minutes here, a few minutes there, sometimes just a minute, but I use it throughout the day. And it's, a, okay. it's about neuroplasticity. So, All right, the second question is, how can a person mm-hmm. get good benefits from a short meditation? Well... When you do something with intensity, even if it's for a short time, when you anything that you do with intensity flushes neurotransmitters and those neurochemicals through your brain, and it creates a pathway. And the more, if you do a short meditation many times throughout the day, that pathway, it, it'll start out as a little trail. It'll build into a pathway until you finally have a speedway into that beautiful Zen state. So quick, yeah, and quick that, and easy, that but intense so is the most important. Because, yeah, meditation works on the brain itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I took mm-hmm. a class on um, neuro, 
well, because I started out, as, as all of our listeners know, working on monkey brain research when mm-hmm. I was at the University of Washington down in the medical school there, we were looking at monkey brains and the brain develops patterns. Now, we have another question that just came in. Thanks for all your questions, you guys. Hang on. Let me pull this one up for you. <laughs> and this question is, how many meditations do you suggest each day? That's from Tom in San Francisco. Okay, Tom. I suggest that when you don't feel like doing it because you're not feeling good, that's when you do it. When you have a moment, take a moment. You know, and I often, like sometimes I've worked with people in the restaurant business who want to stop smoking, and I say, okay, well, what if you took a deep breath for your mind and your body and your spirit instead of the breath of nicotine and cigarettes. And it's one of those things that you take it, you do it throughout the day, you do it so that that state of zen, that state of calmness and resourcefulness where where you are at your best and at your most ready becomes so available to you and becomes your natural state of being. So what you're doing is you're training. You're talking about athletes mm-hmm. going to training Meditation mm-hmm. is training for the brain. It's training for the mind. It trains our emotions. It even trains the body. So we absolutely. are our best. Our absolutely. Best. And it seems almost counterintuitive that sitting <laughs> quietly can provide so many benefits. And yet the brain needs that rest. There's something called the mind-wandering mode. And... Um, so a man named Daniel J. Levitin, he wrote The Organized Mind. He's a neuroscientist, and he talks about how the brain evolved these mechanisms to remember things, and it balances all of the things that are going around in your mind, around in your brain, and it creates this noise or this clutter. And when you allow your mind to sit and rest and do nothing, they call it the mind-wandering mode, and as your mind wanders, you actually allow all of that stuff to leave. It's kind of like when you sleep, when you watch a scary movie and you have dream nightmares. It's like those nightmares are your brain's way of getting rid of the stuff it doesn't want. And when you sit in meditation initially and you have all these thoughts, those thoughts that are kind of bubbling to the surface are your brain's way of clearing things out. And the more you do it, the more calmness and peacefulness you'll find. And yet, 30, 30-something years of meditating, when I'm really busy and not getting enough sleep, I will have meditations where I have lots of thoughts and a busy mind, and that's actually a good thing. And so I would, I'm adding in something here, but I would encourage people who are interested in meditation, it's okay if you have a busy mind. That's actually a good sign that the stuff that you don't need anymore is leaving. So it's kind of like cleaning out your closets. Most of absolutely effort keep the closets organized and clean. And you know what? I think we ought to spend a little more time than that cleaning out the closet of our minds and our subconscious. (laughs) For couples, I had a chance to uh, Mm -hmm. talk recently with Deepak Chopra about meditation. And I asked him, I said, hey, Deepak, how much time do you meditate each day? He told me two and a half hours in the morning, to which I looked shocked. He said, and then 30 minutes at night, he said he meditated with his wife and his children. And when his children and grandchildren came over, they all sat and meditated as a family. And he laughed. When he saw my mm-hmm. face, he said, yeah, we're the meditating family. He said, but I download 
a lot of material from the universe when I meditate. Mm-hmm. Can you comment on what he meant by downloading a lot of material when he meditates? So, yeah. So while I didn't really get into the spiritual side of meditation in the book, I wanted to I wanted to make it accessible to people who maybe didn't believe in God or didn't believe they could that you have like because a lot of people think you have to be. Hello. Hi there. Good to have Hi you there. back on it. And oh, everybody, excellent. I hope you took a moment to meditate while we were silent there with a little bit of TD, technical difficulty. We have a question that came in in the meantime. I know you were excellent. speaking about spiritual aspects of meditation. Mm-hmm. Let's circle back to that in just a second and take this sure. question from Tina because I think it gets to what you're about to speak about. Tina wants to know, what is your process for meditation? Is it mantra? Is it relaxation? Well, not mantra. I took mantra out of it, but it is definitely relaxation. I kind of, I love mantra-based meditation. I love TM. It's what I, I, I grew up with mantra-based meditation and TM. But I also I also know that not everybody believes in that. And my technique is based on the human physiology. And there are certain things that you can do in the physiology that are naturally going to allow your brain waves to deepen from your beta alert state to alpha and to theta very, very easily, very, very gently, so that you can get into that beautiful Zen state no matter what every single time. And so I believe in using the things that we were given in our physical bodies to our advantage. And at that point in time, you know, there are things that happen. And I would say intuition, ability to have insight, ability to calibrate between your beliefs, your emotions, your perceptions, all kinds of things, and all kinds of beautiful whether you want to call them dreams or visions or insights or downloads or awarenesses of the universe or things that you perceive and sounds that you might hear. There are so many incredible things, revelations and truths that happen when you're in that space. I mean, people like Einstein used to take these breaks where they would let their minds wander. And Einstein used to hit a wall when he was doing an equation and he would go for a bike ride. And when he would come back from his bike ride, he would have the answer because he took a moment to let everything go and be at ease. And so I believe in resting the mind, especially in our busy, busy world, that that's yes. what we and need one of to the help. Things, I want to support what you're saying, Barzana, mm-hmm. because having spent a lot of time myself working with various tools for meditation and you know, our listeners know I've been everywhere in the world studying all mm-hmm. kinds of spiritual paths and meditating for hours and hours. And what I have found is that in a culture where we have such busy minds, there are a variety of tools, but one of the tools I explored is a tool that's called the Master Key, where they did research on mm-hmm. getting the mind into theta state in exactly mm-hmm. minutes and found that when athletes are in what they call the zone, mm-hmm. they are in theta state. They studied master Absolutely. archers. They studied tennis players in the zone. 
And when they looked at the EEGs of these people who were hitting the bullseye, every time they hit the bullseye, they were in the zone. state. And what was mm-hmm. so interesting is that they took amateurs, and these amateurs who had never used a bow and arrow were trained to get their brain in the zone, and they went from not even being able to hit the target to hitting bullseyes or close to bullseyes most of the time. So and that is something in what you're saying that is so powerful, and I want—I really want people to take it in. Mm-hmm. And actually, what you're saying, the technique actually became refined because of the need of professional golfers to have something that would help them stay in that brainwave state. There you go. So for so all that they could keep focused. <laughs> To your best game ever. Now, Parthana, go back to what you started to say about the spiritual side of meditation. Because when Deepak said, I'm downloading from the universe, when the mind is quiet, we do hear more of the creative voice within us, the intuitive voice within us. For those who are on a spiritual path and want to develop and cultivate your spirituality, or discover your spirituality. It takes being quiet. It takes being quiet. I know when I grew up, I grew up in the Black Baptist Church, and people used Mm -hmm. to talk about the still, small voice within and that we needed to listen. And I never heard that voice until I learned to meditate. So Mm -hmm. it is a secret to hearing that voice, whatever that means for you. So what does it mean for you to tap the spiritual side of meditation? Well, I mean, the small voice, I think also, there's something to be said for getting that voice to be our own best friend. And I think there's also a side of it for me where when I don't know what to do, if I go into that state, I often do. Like instantly the answer comes to me. I don't know a question. I have a client who has a problem that's really unique or a challenge that I'm supposedly supposed to go in and fix. I go into that state and because I'm open and I'm clear and I'm not trying to think of something or trying to put you know, some sort of structure on something, I'm able to serve them. But I, I truly believe that when we really listen there is a marriage of spirit, science, faith, everything. And I believe, I mean, all of it, faith, spirit, I think all of it is science as well. But when you really, really listen, there is an intelligence within all of us, the ability to perceive and have awareness of subtle things. And the more aware and the more time we spend in subtleties, the more we become aware of those subtleties with greater and greater precision. And the the insight from that is so profound that... Yeah, and Farzana, we're almost out of always time. Changing. I really want to bring up the point here. Mm-hmm. Again, because this is the Modern Love Radio Podcast, I want mm-hmm. everyone to think about what it's like for you to be in a relationship with mm-hmm. anyone who is stressed out, who is short-tempered, irritable, who gets angry easily, 
because they've got inner stress or outer stress, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We know that stress is the enemy of relationships. It's the enemy mm-hmm. because your brain is not at its optimal. So please protect your love life, if nothing else, by learning this wonderful tool. Now, I want to give you Farzana's uh, website before I neglect that. It's triple dub dot I cheat at meditation dot com. Triple W I cheat at meditation dot com. You can learn more about her and her technique, and you can certainly look for her book I Cheat at Meditation, which is going to be a breakout. You can put one of those alerts on Amazon that they should let you know when it comes out. And for kind of the mm-hmm. last thing that's really important, because busy, busy, busy modern people are having a tough time finding time for meditation, here's a short technique, 60 seconds, and you're saying we can get benefit. Really and truly, takes, 60 seconds. I have taught it to thousands and thousands of people all over the world from all walks of life. And the book takes about two hours to read from beginning to end with the audio. And by the time, if you want to take your time, that's fine too. But it was designed to be easy and accessible. And once you've done it, you've got it. And to add into what you said about relationships, we all know when we don't like the way we're communicating. We all know when we don't like when we've been triggered or the way we respond. Imagine if you had an ability to take something in 60 seconds and immediately change your state so you could be resourceful again to get back to your true self. Exactly. And your true self is loving, everybody. Your true self, Mm -hmm. when you are relaxed, is you are a loving, beautiful, Mm -hmm. open-hearted being. We want you to stay that way. And I'm going to add Mm -hmm. one little tip. What I have found that helps people, especially when I'm working with couples in our classes and workshops, I always recommend that you put an alert on your phone, just like every other important appointment and have a meditation appointment so that you work this into your schedule because it's so valuable, because it's a way to take care of you. And you are so valuable, everyone. So I want to thank our guest this evening. Deep insight, very meaningful, one of the most powerful tools anyone can embrace. You've all heard about it. Maybe it's time for you to give it a test drive. This is Zen and Six. We're talking with Arzana Jafar Jaraj, who's been meditating since age three, but you can start at 73 if you want. And I encourage you to check her out. I cheat at meditation.com. Keep an eye out for her book because you deserve the benefits, success, happiness, peace, and above all, modern love. Well, I love you all, and I thank you for being part of our listening audience Stay tuned because next week we have Indrani Phillips who's going to talk about leading an effortless life. The week after that, Lynn Maureen Hurdle will talk to us about self-love and body image. Ooh, that's a challenge given all the images that are being fired at us every day. All right, everyone, keep your heart open. Love with all your heart. I love you all, and many thanks to LeGrand Green, our great producer, Cliff Dunning, our associate producer, 
Good night, everyone. <laughs>